こんにちは皆さん。ビジネスサクセスジャパンのポッドキャストへようこそ。Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Business Success Japan podcast. This is your host, Lydia Buchelman. My main goal here is to create an easily accessible resource for those who want to develop Japan specific communication skills, especially in business. While I can't and won't promise to make you fluent in Japanese, I hope that you will walk away from each episode with a skill, piece of information, or shift in mindset that will help you be more effective in your interactions with Japanese business people. I just wanted to take a quick second to remind you that I've put together a cheat sheet for people who want to start or continue their Japanese language studies. It's just meant to give you some guidance if you're feeling overwhelmed and trying to figure out how to get started, or if you're just looking for resources you should incorporate into your studies next. Just reach out to me using the email in the description of this episode, and I'll make sure that you get access. So, last week, I taught you a set phrase you can say before eating in Japan. Itadakimasu. 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 So, in this episode, I'll teach you a phrase that you can say after you eat. Gochisou sama deshita. Go chi so u sa ma de si ta. Go chi so sama deshita. As it basically means it was a feast, you can also say it to the cashier as you pay for your food before you leave. They'll really appreciate the compliment and your effort. All right, so in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about transportation in Japan. If you missed the previous episode I did on this topic, be sure to check that out. There'll be a link in the description of this episode, and today I'll just be digging a little bit deeper into the topic. In the previous episode on this topic, we mostly went over the basics of what you can expect, as well as methods of payment and a few things you should think about to try and save on transportation costs. Today, we are going to look at what you can expect when it comes to buses in particular. I wish that I could tell you that all buses function pretty much the same in Japan, but it's really just not true. There are a couple of general rules that you can try to keep in mind, but overall, you'd honestly probably just be better off paying attention to what other people are doing and copying them. First, if you're outside of Tokyo, you would usually enter the bus from the back entrance. In Tokyo, it depends on which company owns the bus, but you're more likely to enter through the front than you would be in other parts of the country. A machine may give you a ticket when you enter, which shows which bus stop you boarded at and therefore how much you will need to pay for the ride when you get off. Though with some buses, you would just be paying a flat fee no matter how far you go rather than paying for the distance. These differences between buses is why I usually just opt to take the train or subway when possible, as the instructions are usually much more straightforward. That and the fact that while in Tokyo and other urban areas, bus stops and routes may be written in English. Oftentimes, it's not only in Japanese, but written using kanji or Chinese characters. If you're outside of Tokyo and haven't gotten very far in your Japanese language studies, that could be a daunting experience to say the least. Nowadays, more and more buses accept the same prepaid transportation cards as trains, which I talked about in the previous transportation episode. If you're using one, you can just tap your card to the scanner to pay the fare. Like with trains, there are also various day passes available as well that may save you money if you need to ride the bus frequently in a single day. But if you're planning on paying with cash, you'll have to pay using exact change. 
You would need to take a ticket when you board the bus and then pay at the other door when you get off. There should be a machine next to the one you use to pay that will break up your larger bills into the coin denominations that you need to pay the fare. But just remember that breaking up your larger bills and paying the actual fare are two different steps. Don't make the same mistake I did by assuming that the machine automatically takes out the amount you owe and just returns change. Otherwise, you might end up having the bus driver honk at you to come back and pay. And trust me when I say that you don't want that experience. If at all possible, just use the prepaid card and save yourself some grief. You can add money to it at pretty much any convenience store, so you shouldn't have any issues making sure that you can get around. Although you may still want to try out the Shinkansen, or bullet train, while you're in Japan, the less expensive option is definitely to take the highway or intercity buses when you're covering long distances. This is a relatively foreigner-friendly option, as there are English websites that you can use to make your booking online, or just at a bus terminal, where the machines you use should have English options. If you didn't already purchase the Japan Rail Pass that I mentioned in the previous episode, which allows you unlimited train rides for a certain amount of time on trains and buses owned by the Japan Rail Company, you may want to look into the Japan Bus Pass, or regional options, if you want a more cost-effective way of getting around. I won't go into details here, but I'll link to a travel website with more information in the description of this episode. And that's all I have for you today about taking buses in Japan. Be sure to email me if you're interested in getting access to my cheat sheet for studying Japanese. Just send me an email using the address in the description of this episode. But for now, remember that the more you learn, the more confident you will become as you explore all of the opportunities Japan has to offer you. So, if you found the information here today useful, please subscribe for more Japanese language and cultural guidance. And if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more content in the future, please consider leaving a review. It really helps other people find the show. And of course, if you have any other questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes or interview topics, please email me at businesssuccessjapan at gmail.com. Until next time, mata kondo. Thank you.